This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express Card. And we here on Savor are what you might call food explorers. It has been our actual job to go to cool places and eat, like, a lot of the food there. And then talk about it. And then talk about it into these microphones, which is a crazy dream job. Yes. Well, if you're like us and willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. It's for people like us who are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hello and welcome to Savor, a production of iHeartRadio and Stuff Media. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we're talking about the Caipirinha. Yes. And we're going to do our best, pronunciation-wise. Yes. Oh, Portuguese. It's it's so difficult. Well, I mean, I'm for sure us. It, for, for us. Yes. yes. It's so difficult. I mean, right. Right. And I was thinking about it and this episode is going to premiere. I don't know when you're going to be listening to it, mm-hmm. but it's going to come out on Friday the 13th, the first Friday the 13th. For a long time to have a full moon. And we have cursed ourselves with a difficult-to-pronounce episode. (laughs) But it's about something (laughs) wonderful. It is. It is about a delightful, delightful cocktail. It is. I've had a few in my day. Not not too many, but a few. And the first time I had one, I was in Peru. And there is a few blocks from where I I live that has them. It was the first place I went to when I moved in. But I think that those are – they're much sweeter than what they normally are, I think. Yeah, the sugar involved is meant to be relatively minimal. Yeah, those are very, very sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, similarly, I've had mojitos that range anywhere from like kind of like bracing to yeah. just syrup. So yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a gamut. It is. It is. Um, uh, but this brings us to our question: Caipirinha. What is it? Well, a caipirinha is a cocktail made simply with lime wedges and sugar muddled together, then topped with ice and cachaça, which is this liquor distilled from sugarcane juice. 
The cachaça used is often unaged, uh, clear and clean-tasting, sort of like a white rum. Um, The result is a drink that's sweet and tart and strong, um, possibly with hints of other flavors from the booze. And uh, yeah, the thing about cachaça is that it's not quite like rum. Um, Rum is distilled from molasses, which is a sweet and rich and sticky byproduct of the sugar refining industry. Cachaça is closer to what we'd call rum agricole um, because, again, it's distilled from the actual juice of the sugar cane. And we got to visit a um, cane farm and agricole distillery on Oahu when we were out in Hawaii. Um, the, the brand name is Kohana. It was so good. And the, oh. the tasting was really eye-opening because they gave us some, some like, fresh cane juice when we first walked in. Um, and the, the products that they are making from it are so interesting and complex. Like the the flavors ranged from like grassy to fruity to spicy to sort of funky in the unaged forms and then tended towards like rich and warm and spicy or or nutty if it had been aged in uh, wood barrels. I had never tried anything quite like it. Oh, so good. It was so good. And you can't get it here. Yeah. Oh, um, rum rum agricole. Yeah. Be on the lookout for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or... Cachaça. Yes. Um, because, yes, uh, cachaça specifically can be aged in some, like, 20 to 30 different kinds of wood, including stuff that we definitely don't see booze being aged in here in the United States, like a, like Brazilian zebra wood. Ooh. Supposedly lends just a lovely, like, like cinnamon nut crunch Ooh. kind of flavor to it. I'm into that. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. There are a couple other names for cachaça, by the way, like a pinga or aguardente. By Brazilian law and according to the International Bartenders Association, a true caipirinha is only cachaça, sugar, and lime. All variations thereof, specifically fruit-wise, must be specified in the name, like strawberry caipirinha, for example. Mm -hmm. It translates to little countryside drink or country little girl, depending on the translation you find. It is Brazil's national drink, the capi, (laughs) the caipi, I suppose, the unofficial drink of the 2016 Olympics. Mm Mm-hmm. 1960 Brazilian folklorist Osvaldo Oguier had over 650 names for cachaça, including Zunzum, also Batida Paulista, a.k.a. Sao Paulo Shake, Cachaça a Caipirinha, Cachaça Prepared Hillbilly Style. Hmm. Types. There are a lot of different types. Many bars in Brazil offer three types of Caipirinha, Basic, Especial, and Luxo, depending on the price, quality of the cachaça brand used. Also fairly common to see a caprioska, a version made with vodka, and also with basic, especial, and luxo tears. There's also the caipirissima, um, made with white rum. Um, sake is another popular substitute, but I didn't find a cutesy name for ones made with sake. Mm, well, let it write in and let us know, <laughs> listeners. Uh-huh. Brazil has just so many types of fruit, all of which can and probably have been muddled into this cocktail. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of different spices can go into the drink as well. Another thing that can vary, the type of lime. The predominant one is limao tahiti. That's the tart lime that we know as a Tahitian lime or a Persian lime. But confusingly, a lime called lima de Persia is a close second. (laughs) Which is a sweet lime with a yellow skin that we would know as a Palestinian or Indian lime. What a mess. Yeah. Limao, by the way, is the word for both lemon and lime in Portuguese. Oh, I'm like, y'all, <laughs> get your citrus together. <laughs> Maybe it's like, you know what? <laughs> Same. There's a lot of there's a lot of qualifiers that go into there, like these sure. locational names. Stuff sure. Like that. Anyway. When it comes to nutrition, 
Drink responsibly. Yes. Um, I, I will say that as cocktails go, this is a relatively light one with, you know, minim- minimal sweeteners, no heavy cream or eggs in there. So, yeah, drink responsibly. Yes. Uh-huh. When it comes to numbers, from Alcohol in Latin America, a social and cultural history, cachaca is the, quote, third most produced distilled drink in the world. As of 2008, and I've seen varying numbers on this, but um, but as of 2008, there were at least 5,000 distilleries making cachaca. By 2014, it was some 12,000. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in terms of the amount of its amount of it that's produced, I've also seen conflicting numbers up to like 1.5 billion liters, but um, it, anywhere from like 1 billion to 2 billion. <laughs> which is a widespread of it numbers. Is, um, but most of that is sold in Brazil, and like less than a percent of it um, is exported. Mostly it's exported to Germany. Huh. All right. Yeah. Oh. International Cachaça Day is June 12th, and uh, Brazil's Dia—oh, my goodness, we're doing something on time. Brazil's Dia Nacional de Cachaça is uh, September 13th. We totally meant to do that. Yes, sure. Mm, Yep. Perfect. (laughs) And we (laughs) nailed it. (laughs) Um, It is pretty new to the United States, though. It had to be labeled Brazilian rum to be imported until 2013. A lot of other things I read from people who are in the know Mm -hmm. when it comes to cachaça said, unfortunately, a lot of Americans have been exposed to lower quality cachaça. Yeah. So perhaps experiences have not been good with it. Uh, Yes, yes. The the kind of like more Bernie aggressive um, uh, industrial Cachaca. Mm-hmm. And um, whereas some of the or, or a lot of the stuff that's being made there now is being made by these independent producers who yeah. are doing these lovely um, uh, personalized things. Yeah. So, yeah. It's part of the difficulty with the numbers, I think, because some of them are sort of doing their own thing yeah. out in the, quote, middle of nowhere and not <coughs> really, you know, distributing right. or anything. Sure. But anyway. Anyway. That about brings us to some history. It does. But first, it brings us to a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express Card. And we are what you might call food explorers. We are so lucky that a part of our job involves traveling and trying a lot of the food where we go to travel and then coming back here and telling all of you good listeners about it. And through that, we have discovered some amazing dishes. Sure, yes. Like, I had never understood what poke really could be, and it is delightful. It is stunningly good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we had a lot of on our trip to Hawaii. Uh, Another thing from their passion fruit, I now look for in literally every menu that I read. I'm like, yep, that one has passion fruit, going for it. 
And then all of the moles, and especially the green mole that you heard us talk about recently that we had from in Las Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Oh, or just steak basements. Who doesn't love a steak basement? Exactly. <laughs> well, um, if you are like us and you're willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. It's for people who, like us, are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. back. Thank you, Spencer. Yes, thank you. Another cocktail hour, another messy history. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, that's our tradition. We didn't make the rules. No. But that's 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 them, them's the rules. That's what they say. That is. Um, historians agree it probably <laughs> originated in Parate, Sao Paulo, Brazil, kind of in that area. That's about all they agree on, and even that is kind of tenuous. It is. Um, but, okay, let's let's trace all of the ingredients for mm-hmm. this into Brazil. So limes probably came into the Americas earliest in uh, 1493 with Columbus. He brought citrus seeds with him, um, including limes, probably. Again, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, either way, citrus trees were being grown in what's now Brazil by the Portuguese by about 1540. Meanwhile, um, the Portuguese started planting sugarcane around 1516, and Brazil was the first place in the Americas where sugar was produced commercially, starting in 1550 with uh, with mills um, springing up along the coast of the Atlantic. Cachaça has been in Brazil since the 1500s. Brazil was making alcohol from sugarcane for longer than just about anyone mm-hmm. very soon after the Portuguese first planted there. It's thought that the word um, cachaça was the name that enslaved Africans working in these sugar mills gave to um, to the layer of foam that forms at the at the top of pots when sugarcane juice is is boiled down at the start of the refining process. Um, the The foam was considered a waste product, but some of these enslaved people began collecting and fermenting it, or so the story goes. One hundred and ninety two distillers were up and running by fifteen eighty five. Three hundred and forty nine. By 1629. At first, cachaça was viewed as a drink for the country folk and mostly enslaved workers. No self-respecting city folk would be caught with it. 
Aside for uh, aside from medicinal uses, hmm. of course. Um, and yeah, the, those upper classes would have been consuming European drinks like wines and ports. Mm-hmm. It was considered a basic ration for the enslaved through the 16 and 1700s, though it faced a, a number of prohibition efforts from the Portuguese government in attempts to curb drunkenness and also to better control the economy. Um, one of those efforts was passed into law on June 12, 1744, which is now International Cachaca Day. Hey. Mm-hmm. Eventually, as the upper and middle classes of Brazil moved towards overthrowing the Portuguese monarchy and declaring independence in the early 1800s, cachaça was embraced as this, like, local and patriotic beverage mm-hmm. by those classes. And then the large-scale availability of ice um, would have been the last ingredient to kind of fall into place. Uh, the, the North American ice trade started coming to Brazil in the mid-1800s. You can see our episode, Savor on Ice!, uh, from January of 2019 for, for more about the ice trade. Uh, every now and then I'm just like, oh, the title. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's, that's, you can, and, and y'all have Annie to thank for those titles. Or to curse, I, depending on your taste. <laughs> um, so now we have all the ingredients. What about the cocktail? Several possibilities. Possibility yeah. one. Huh. It was concocted as a symptom reliever for Spanish flu towards the end of World War I or perhaps earlier in the 19th century. The original recipe was certainly packed with those medicinal ingredients, mm-hmm. cachaça, green lemon, honey, and garlic at the time. And green lemon here probably meant lime. Uh, one of the French words for lime is uh, citron vert. So that's, that's what I suspect. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Perhaps this drink was invented earlier elsewhere, but took place in the port city of Sao Paulo. A historian from Parate found a document dating back to 1856 with a mention of this cocktail and its potential to stave off cholera. Quote, because of the concern with cholera and water, by necessity we began mixing aguardente with water, sugar, and limes because it was prohibited to drink straight water. Hmm. Huh. Possibility two. Sailors trying to ward off scurvy adopted cachaça instead of rum as their spirit of choice to add their citrus to when arriving to Brazil. Or maybe it was a spirit of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like half of our cocktails are scurvy-based. Uh, yep, yep. Lime plus booze was a common scurvy preventative by the 1850s. And you can hear more about that in our episode on lime or our episode on uh, the gin and tonic. Or whiskey sour. Or whiskey sour, that's right. I feel okay. like most of our cocktail hours are scurvy. scurvy. Well, I I didn't realize how terrible it was. I recently read an article about just exactly what scurvy was. Oh, yeah, it's was. not nice. It's I, awful. <laughs> that is no wonder. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, it was believed to help with not just scurvy and the Spanish flu, but everything ranging from bad luck to, yes, cholera. Okay, possibility three. Maybe. It was a party drink. (laughs) Yes. Created to show off at parties in Sao Paulo. It was a way to showcase the ingredients of the country. Yeah. Again, as a a kind of um, national pride sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Possibility four. Slave traders drank this mixture as a scurvy prevention on the way back to Portugal from Brazil. Or possibility five. Farmers created it to use up their extra cachaça. At some point, Someone got the bright idea to remove the garlic and honey and balance the sweetness of the lime with a bit of sugar. I would imagine this is when we're moving away from medicinal to more enjoyable. Fun times. More fun times, yes. Yes. 
During the 1922 Modern Art Week, an international event, Brazil featured the Caparinha. However it came to be, European tourists played a huge hand in popularizing it in the 1970s, and soon it was known around the globe. Starting around the turn of the 21st century, um, more small artisan cachaça distilleries started opening up in Brazil, and uh, larger brands started producing more high-end specialty cachaças as well. In 2003, the Caipirinha was officially named Brazil's national drink and defined as this combination of lime, sugar, and cachaça with an alcohol content of 15 to 36 percent and without the, quote, addition of any substance that alters the natural sensorial characteristics. Sensorial characteristics. Yeah. Love Don't it. hear that phrase <laughs> tossed about too often. <laughs> Only in translation. Mm. Um in 2006, and I suspect that this was related to Brazil's kind of campaign to get cachaça recognized by the United States and the European Union, which up until then had been labeling it as Brazilian rum, yep. um, this group of researchers demonstrated that you can definitely tell rums and cachaças apart based on the, uh, the, the differences in the flavor compounds contained in each, like under like, like spectrometry. Like, oh, yeah. love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then in 2010, uh, cachaça producer Leblon launched the Save the Caipirinha campaign, uh, claiming that seven of ten caipirinhas served do not contain cachaça. <gasps> yeah, they were, um, they were looking to, to bring awareness to the spirit. Uh, the campaign included a petition to Unicode to create a caipirinha emoji, and I love it. <laughs> what? I just feel like I wouldn't be able to differentiate it from any other similarly colored cocktail. But I maybe that's I need to learn my emojis. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a very distinct like it's a little little like highball glass with two little two little wedges of lime mm-hmm. in it and some ice cubes. Okay. Yeah. I read a lot of articles about the type of ice you should use. <laughs> and then I read some articles about not only the glass you should serve it in, but the glass you should make it in. Because some people were saying you should make it in one and then pour it in another. And that depends on what ice you're using. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I read a number of things about, about like, straining controversies. Yes. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. Straining controversies. <laughs> <laughs> what a world. <laughs> um, at any rate, in 2012, the United States finally recognized cachaça as this specifically Brazilian product um, and no longer required it to be labeled rum. Um, the recognition did come with the stipulation that Brazil needed to start classifying bourbon and Tennessee whiskeys as being specifically American products. Oh. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, that's that's about what we have to say about the uh, Caipirinha. It's oh, – there, there's so much more about cachaça out there that I definitely want to do a whole episode on it at some point. There's a lot of um, all of this really fascinating, um, nitty-gritty historical stuff that goes into um, how it was being used in the slave trade. It became like quite a, a, a big part of what the Portuguese were trading to people in Africa in exchange for humans. Yeah. Um, and uh, so depressing and um, and and really... Um, economically interesting history. Yeah. We will return to that someday. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is not today. Not today. Uh, we do have a tiny bit more for you in this episode, but first we've got one more quick break 
for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This episode is brought to you by Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card. And we are what you might call food explorers. We are so lucky that a part of our job involves traveling and trying a lot of the food where we go to travel and then coming back here and telling all of you good listeners about it. And through that, we have discovered some amazing dishes. Sure, yes. Like, I had never understood what poke really could be, and it is delightful. It is stunningly good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which we had a lot of on our trip to Hawaii. Uh, Another thing from their passion fruit I now look for in literally every menu that I read. I'm like, yep, that one has passion fruit. Going for it. And then all of the moles, and especially the green mole that you heard us talk about recently that we had from Las Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Oh, or just steak basements. Who doesn't love a steak basement? Exactly. (laughs) Well, um, if you are like us and you're willing to travel to seek out new foods to try, you go with the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. It's for people who, like us, are in search of the next food adventure. If you travel, you know. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with Listener Mail. Cheers. Cheers. Amanda wrote, And while it's not food-related, really, I still have to tell you about the time I visited the West Edmonton Mall when I was seven. We were on a road trip passing through, and the family I was staying with said it was a must-see. At the time, it was the largest mall in the world. It had an amusement park with a roller coaster and indoor water park. In the water park, there is an artificial beach with sand and machine-made waves. 
You can see it from the outside through windows. And I remember standing with my nose pressed <laughs> to the glass in awe. I also remember there being a glass enclosure with peacocks. Huh. Wow. Sadly, my mom <laughs> said no to going to either park. But all these years later, I still remember how impressive it was. Now, about fairy tales. You have asked <laughs> several times for food-related fairy tale suggestions. If you've not already read them, I would like to suggest Three May Peaches, which is French, and Princess Furball. I know the last <laughs> one doesn't sound like it has to do with food, but trust me, the princess has mad cooking skills, or in some versions, she straight up has magic spices. Ooh. Ooh, yes. Thank you for the fairy tale recommendations. I've been thinking about we need to bring that back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I suspect that Alice in Wonderland is going to be our next selection. Yes. Maybe. But yeah, please keep sending the suggestions. And uh, yeah. this made me think of, um, I've never been to the Mall of America. Oh. But I have seen the Mary-Kate and Ashley of it. <laughs> and I still think about this day. And Eve's a coworker of ours, a friend of ours, Eve's, we were talking about it. And we were both like, I know there's a roller coaster in there. That's about all I know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe that'll be our next field trip. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> uh, Kirk wrote, Thanks for the Fish and Chips podcast. I do fancy myself a bit of an expert on what constitutes good fish and chips, having grown up with the best fish and chip in the world. I have it every time I see it on a menu and have tried it from Essex to Bengaluru, and I can say with certainty you have not had the best fish and chips until you have been to St. John's and the surrounding area in Newfoundland and had proper fish and chips and chosen which shop is your favorite. You see, in St. John's, fish and chip shops are akin to religion and politics and equally divisive. While mushy peas are an option, but more common are dressing and gravy with fried onions. Ooh. Some shops even offer fish that was caught that morning for the ultimate freshness. You see, cod is king in Newfoundland. It was a foundation for our economy for over 500 years. It's the reason England had fish and chips and an empire for that matter. Currently, I am part of the great Newfoundland diaspora living in strange lands, Upper Canada, and any trip home is not complete without a feed of fish and chips. I hope you have the chance to visit God's country and try it yourselves. You should also try fish and brewis, hmm, uh, which is salt cod cooked with hardtack and scrunchions. Newfoundland is one of the few places where you can still get hardtack, and I'm not going to tell you what scrunchions are. Love it. Mystery. <laughs> Intrigue. He also said there are puffins there, so. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. I love these hard cells. Yeah. Where we should go next. Yeah. Also, I, I apologize if I if I butchered any of that. I'm so American. <laughs> we, a, we actually took a tally of how many times we mispronounced things this episode. It was a bit lower than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I, I thought that I was going to mess up Kashasa like a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tally was only like five. And I think one of those was a French word. So Yeah. So we were so, doing great. <laughs> it's Andrew and I are going to have to battle it out. Is he win because he does the lower one? Yeah, Andrew bet, bet three times that we'd mess it up. Andy bet eight. I bet like 20. Yeah. <laughs> fight. Yeah, we made it through. We did. <laughs> um, <laughs> and thanks to both of them for emailing us. If you would like to email us, you can. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. Although we've been having a few problems with our email lately, it's it's a it's a known quantity. We're working it through. If yes. there is something that you absolutely need to get to us mm-hmm. um, via email, then the safe bet email address is foodstuff at howstuffworks.com. Hopefully. We think. We think. But people are working on it and also, rest assured, 
We will answer your yes. email. Yes, yes. The emails are there. They're there. We just can't see them. Yes. Uh, anyway, anyway, we're also on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SaverPod in all of those places. We do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio and Stuff Media. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet. Your eyes open and your mind out there, way out there, turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.